Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. You've started your day in the right way. Let's talk sports. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Let's do it. Real NWA JB making it happen in studio, the Bunker Studio. Team B Media style as we hang out for the better part of 90 minutes on the daily. And it's great to have you. Best sports radio audience on the planet. And we got a lot to talk about as we catch up a little bit of Arkansas Razorback. Everything. We got the baseball still. Trying to make some sense of what happened in Arlington. Two out of three for the Hogs ain't bad. You wish you saw a little bit more pop. We'll get back into that conversation here in just a few. And yeah, the recruiting cycle never stops. Hog football getting ready for spring practice. You kidding me? Just 10 days away from spring football practice because the wheel keeps on turning. And so we'll get into some of that. Our day coming up in what? Half an hour. Our good friend Richard Davenport in his Tuesday spot. So we'll talk some about some of the movement by Sam Pittman and Bobby Petrino. What kind of effect is it having right now? What kind of players do you have coming to campus planning visits here in the near future? And we'll get into that. Bobby Swafford at 8.05 doing a Tuesday spot here the last couple of weeks. We're seeing how it feels. Just trying it out a little bit. And of course, your chance to win a family four-pack to Arkansas and Vanderbilt tonight, giving away four tickets to the hoops contest. We have just a couple of games left to go. You got Vandy tonight, and you have next week's contest with LSU. And then that is a wrap. That is it for the 2024 home slate. Obviously, it's been a difficult season for Hog fans. We expect it, I think. A heck of a lot more, but um, this is where you are. You're in a spot where things are not where you uh, wanted them to be. You still have a couple games left to go. Obviously, you have to win tonight at five and nine. A win, you get to six and nine. Now you're knocking on the door of respectability. Now you're knocking on the door of maybe having a chance against Kentucky to get on the fringes of the NCAA tournament bubble. You got to win out. I don't know what to say. The conversations I've had the last few days with with folks out and about on the phone, whatever, here in Razorback land is, is you probably have to win out. Now, I think there's a possibility at the SEC tournament that you get to the semifinals or the championship game, and perhaps, maybe, you get an at-large bid or a first-four opportunity, but the Hogs are trying to come from so far back in the pack. 
right now in terms of power rankings, net rankings, whatever they call it. That's going to be very difficult to see that happen. But hey, that's what the games are for tonight. Vanderbilt way too late at eight o'clock. This is one of those days when I tell you, if you can't sneak in a quick nap, heck, even a half hour nap might do you real good to stay up for this game. I'm going to try to rock one of mine because otherwise I'm not going to make it. And uh, I'll get out to Bud Walton Arena and we'll do some basketball tonight as we try to sweep the uh, the perfect attendance on the season once again. Not wavering. Very few people left who can say that. Just because I go to the games and I look around the arenas, there's just hardly any people there anymore. Kremlin announced what? Sellout last game, 20,000 attendance. It's just not honest. You say tickets sold, but there's not 20,000 people there. I mean, I can count on my hands and a couple people's hands how many people are here. But I digress. Basketball tonight. Why don't you go to the game and help us have a good crowd here? And these four tickets are on the house. We'll give them away, I don't know, one hour? Can you give me an hour of conversation this morning? Coming up in an hour. We'll give you a chance to win. Family four-pack, Arkansas and Vanderbilt. Shout out to my guy, Kevin Lundquist, on the giveaway front. Kev improving as an official every time out, and you got to root for him to figure it out because, uh, you know, he's one of those guys you need on your side in a big spot. You never know when he's going to need to throw you a call down the road. I mean, I'm half joking, joking, half joking. How you doing? 12 minutes past 7 o'clock if you're listening live. We are... Not even 10 minutes in yet. Talking some sports with you on the radio. A lot going on. Wow, it's been a wild few days. Softball team got a perfect game. Did you see that? Herndon threw a perfect game. Only seven innings. Some would say the games are only seven innings. They would be correct, those who say that. Perfect game is much more common occurrence in softball than in baseball. Doesn't make it any less special. Still pretty incredible. You had as many... Tremendous performances in Arkansas Razorback Lane in one weekend as you had this past weekend. And that was the third one. We're going in reverse here, but Caleb battles 42. I mean, folks, maybe you didn't want to hear the the talk from me lately, but Arkansas has come back to life a little bit. You won three out of four. You win tonight. That's three in a row. That's four out of five. You'd be six and nine. Then at Kentucky Saturday, which as long as you win tonight, That is a very meaningful basketball game that you have to play on Saturday afternoon at 1230 and you'd have a chance on the road to have another eye-opening victory to get to seven and nine more importantly and maybe really start to solidify that you're not one of the bottom four teams in the league. Why does it matter to avoid being one of the bottom four teams in the league as it's currently constructed? Of course, we got Texas and Alabama joining next year. This thing is going to be a super league with 16 teams, but Right now, as you have it, you get the first four games, right? The first four teams, two games on Wednesday night in the SEC tournament, which, yes, we have confirmed is in Nashville this year. But um, that will be a chance for you to really state your case to the committee that you belong in the NCAA tournament. You deserve a a seat at the table. And if you're playing on Wednesday, one of those early games, it kind of sucks the the legs out of you, the energy, the tenacity, the fight, because now you got to go and win five games in five days to win that tournament. I, very difficult to do that. I think it's happened once or twice in the history of the SEC tournament, but almost never is the point statistically. So you'd rather play in Thursday, avoid one of the extra games, 
which means what? You have to finish in the top 10 in the league. You cannot be a bottom four team. And right now, Arkansas is tied right there with Georgia right there for the next to last spot. So you're tied for 11th. You want to, you're only a game out of eighth though. There's a pack of teams at six and eight. So if you can win tonight, which you have to Arkansas, a nine point favorite at home against Vanderbilt. I really could care less about spread for a game like this. This is a money line bet tonight. You got to bet on Arkansas to win this game. I mean, must seems to have found something. I mentioned battles 42 most points we've seen scored by a hog and Something like 15 years since Rodney Clark did it. And uh, he was unconscious. Four-point play, attacking the rack. Really great finisher and one. And the kid from Jersey, I mean, he got a chip on his shoulder like most Jersey guys do. He's got something to prove. And um, he's a little irascible. He's a little volatile. Up and down. You don't know what you're going to get sometimes. And uh, and I kind of love him. He was the biggest reason they beat Duke. He was huge in the Purdue game. Battle has played outstanding basketball the last few weeks. Now, you would like to see him and Tremont Mark playing off each other a little bit more because really they're both such great one-on-one players that you clear out and let one guy do his thing. But if they could look for each other just a little bit more, if you had somebody to facilitate that just a little bit more, and it ain't Devo, though he's playing good D again. Makai Mitchell's emerged as one of the best bigs in the league right now. I think you're, what, one, two, maybe three players short of having a really good team. But you have a team that has some fight and at least has an identity right now. And you sprinkle in some Jeremiah Davenport, some Layden Blocker, some Chandler Lawson. I know you're cringing a little bit, but this is what you have to do with the roster you have. Be nice to get Jalen Graham back. Trev Brazil returning over the weekend. Didn't do anything in the game. Four minutes, did nothing. Had one foul, I think, in the four minutes to prove he was out there. But at least he's willing to test it, and he's got to get out there, and he's got to play basketball again. His only chance at a professional future is by refining just a little bit of the swagger that he had the last couple of years. And uh, if he can do that and get better, I think Brazil has a chance to still save his career, but he's got a long way to go. But that's another option for you at the four. I don't even think you need as much out of Brazil now as maybe you thought you did at the start of the year. This team's alive, folks. JB said they're going to make the tournament. I have not said that. I don't I don't know if there's a path to the tournament for them outside of winning the SEC tournament, but I guess that's their path, right? And the path to winning the SEC tournament is you have to keep winning now and climb out of the gutter. If you can climb out of the gutter and finish eighth, ninth in the league, you get a chance to make a run in Nashville. This league's not unbelievable. I mean, you're going to avoid playing everybody, so maybe you miss Tennessee or you miss playing Auburn. You know, maybe you're fortunate to Avoid a game with, you know, with Kentucky. I don't know. You're probably going to have to beat a couple of them to win the conference tournament. But this is the spot you put yourself in. And at least Eric Musselman has been able to dig deep, to rally the troops. It's one of his best qualities. And to dig in there and to help this team to not give up, to not let go of the rope, because they definitely have not done that yet. Eight o'clock tonight, chance to get to six and nine. Push the record over 500 at Kentucky Saturday at 1230. We'll have the people's post game for you right around three. And then two games left next week. Senior night home against LSU six o'clock next Wednesday. And at Alabama a week from Saturday at 11 a.m. Yikes. Tough to win out when that's your remaining schedule. But starts uh, 
I guess last week, and it continues tonight against Vanderbilt. Hour out from our ticket giveaway. Basketball, refining some life. Baseball, just scratching the surface. Just getting it started up. And um, I think a lot of stuff you liked in Arlington and a lot of stuff that disconcerted you. But you went two and one, which is what we, you know, we're pulling for going in. You got the two and one performance, obviously, as well at a Oregon State and Oklahoma State. Michigan's just not a good baseball team. And so um, you feel good about the weekend. You know, your team traveled well. Hog fans were vocal. You got the unbelievable performance out of Hagen Smith on Friday night, much like, you know, Caleb Battles. 42 points. You hadn't seen a guy strike that many people out since Jess Todd 17 years ago and had the chance to be at that game down in Hoover once upon a time in my early days in this great state of Arkansas. That was one of those days where, you know, Todd was throwing a hundred miles an hour and at all of his pitches working really from the start of the game on and Hagen Smith, very similar started with a heater. You could see early. It was almost unhittable. And then off of that, the off speed, I mean, folks, he's as good a pitch as, as there is in the country. And uh, look, you didn't see much of it in that first game. The weather was terrible. You really throw that out. Thought DBH was smart to shut him down. But 17 strikes strikeouts ties Jess Todd's all-time Razorback record on just 79 pitches. You probably could have pushed him further, but why? It's a pre-SEC season game, you know, ultimately. And uh, nice to see the Hogs get, get a win against Oregon State. Not quite the redemption that some of y'all, Joshua, D-Dubs, Stevie, some of y'all telling me it's, you know, it's vengeance for the College World Series five, six years ago. That doesn't really make sense, but sure. Um, so that was a good win, even though the bullpen promptly went out and blew the four-run lead and the save for Hagen Smith. You're able to scratch home the go-ahead run, and thank goodness you didn't throw that game away. Um, then Oklahoma State. The offensive struggles that you had against Oregon State obviously poured over the next day, and you saw Arkansas scrape home a run early on the Kendall Diggs Ribby single and not score again for the last 12 innings of the game. Uh, 14 innings with Oklahoma State, and you score one run. So many chances to score, 25 left on base. There's been a problem for the baseball team for quite some time. Timely hitting, coming through in the clutch with guys on base. And look, it's so early, but it's also who you are. And so, um, is it, you know, is it a sign of things to come? You worry as this team tries to find itself. I don't think Oklahoma State's that great a baseball team, but you made their pitching staff look unbelievable. Hogs struck a bunch of guys out too. The, you know, the folks who run these Twitter accounts need to be more careful. You shouldn't be bragging about records and stats and all this stuff for the teams when you lose games. I just, it's not the right look. It makes it look like it's more about the individual than the team. We struck 25 guys out today. You lost the game is the story, okay? You lost the game. You could you could acknowledge that. You could be real. Or at least pretend to be. But uh, a 2-1 loss there was a little frustrating. And then what happens? You go out the next day against Michigan, and you do the same thing. You really don't swing the bats. You get a lot of hit batters and a wild pitcher. You walk in a couple runs. You're up 4 nothing going to the 8th much like the Oregon State game, and your bullpen just disintegrates again. In the 8th and ninth, you give up three runs. Your defense, Sprague Lott is throwing it all over the yard. He has two errors in the game, five already on the season. And, I mean, more and more you realize you need Peyton Stovall back. 
and doing his thing so you can uh, get Peyton Holt back at the hot corner because Sprague Lott ain't that guy. He's not. Decent hitter, though. But you hold on for dear life. Cody Frank gets a fly out with a tying run 90 feet away, and you escape against a very mediocre Michigan team and win two out of three in Arlington, which is pretty good. But you come out of it thinking, all right, we've got a starting pitching staff here with Smith, with Tigert, and with Molina, who were all lights out electric and didn't even get scored on it over the weekend. All three of those guys are really, really good. But you have to be able to score runs. And I think the offense is obviously miles behind where the pitching is at right now. I also worry, too, if you're all strikeout driven, you know, what's your arm strength going to look like later in the year? Does fatigue set in? You do want to use your defense. You do want to give them an opportunity to impact the baseball game as well. But uh, two out of three, you start five and two or better for the 22nd straight season under Dave Van Horn. That's a pretty good stat right there, isn't it? 22 straight years. That's every year he's been the coach here, right? Arkansas has started five and two or better. All right. It's a good stat. And last year, I believe it was right around now when they went on like a 13-game win streak. 13, 14 games. I think it was their longest in-season win streak in the Van Horn era. So uh, you got some home cooking coming up. You play Grambling this afternoon at 3 o'clock. You should roll them. Colin Fisher gets the start in the midweek. Nice to see the freshman Get a look there. You figured with the high-end pitching rotation that Arkansas has, you'd have to get a little bit creative about where you worked all your pitchers in. Midweek's going to be a great spot to do that. So Fisher against Grambling tonight. Then you play Murray State this weekend. Chance to crush them three straight. You should sweep Murray State. And then, you know, you get more home cooking. ORU coming to town. I think you're playing like McNeese State coming up. You got some cake games and a chance, UCA, you got some cake games over the next few weeks and a chance to get a lot of wins and feel better about yourself and feel good about yourself. And then SEC baseball play starts in two and a half weeks. Are you kidding me? Arkansas playing Missouri in two and a half weeks. So March 15th through 17th, we cross over dribble from baseball unless they make the NCAA tournament into uh, from basketball into baseball. That's what we do. I think Musk would take an NIT invite. Would the Hogs get an NIT invite? I kind of feel like no. But we'll see what happens. So that's where you're at there. Baseball, home cooking, starting to learn about this team. Bullpen, little bit shaker than you thought. Offense, alarming. Starting pitching, wow. And that's where you're at there. And uh, what else is, it, is there right now? There's uh, We mentioned the, the perfect game out of Herndon. And women's basketball, that was a bad, bad loss to Vanderbilt on Sunday. They've collapsed here at the end of the year. I've lost four out of five games. It looked like they were going to make the tournament, but now I think it's going to be another year without one for the Razorback women's team, which is disappointing. But uh, we'll save that conversation for another day. Question of the day today. This is an interesting question. Do we know what the word volatility means? Question of the day today. Which Arkansas Razorback fan base, like diehard fan base, right, is the most volatile on a daily basis? Is it football, men's basketball, baseball, or is it other? Like there's another team's diehards who are even more volatile than any of those three fan bases. What a question today.
Where's that coming from, Joshua? I'm already getting the don't talk about. You know it's a good question when you get the don't talk abouts. I got to believe you have an argument for all three of those. I just think, again, this weekend reminded me how there's how much internal friction there is in certain fan bases like Razorback baseball. The infighting in Razorback baseball is remarkable for a sport that has, you know, a fraction of the following of football, you know, a a sizable chunk of what basketball has, but not nearly the same. The amount of negativity that circulates in Razorback baseball land pound for pound. For me, it's not really close. It's definitely baseball. They want to say football. Well, everybody dogs on football. Okay. Football's so mainstream. I don't know if it's really personal. Baseball seems like people get personal, don't they? Let's marinate on that question during the break, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Richard Davenport and a few, Bobby Swafford, Podbean app in between streaming live on our website, realnwajb.com. You got the YouTube channel as well. It's great to have you on board. Headed for 80 degrees today. I might go hit some golf balls. Josh Bertaccini here and you there. Team B Media. Bunker Studio, and you know it. We're coming right back. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, course cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall. Full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49 online, OlsonClinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461.
appreciate you tuning into the show as we make our way through a beautiful morning. Looks like temperatures are going to climb their way up to uh, 80 degrees today. And then cold tomorrow, right back down to 40s and 50s for a couple more days. I'll tell you what, though. It sure feels to me like spring is is right upon us here. So today's going to be nice and warm. Chance to get out if you do. Take a stroll. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the breeze. And do yourself a favor and uh, and be, be out and about and be glad to be alive. We are lucky to be here, my friends, because it is not promised to any of us and is not promised to any of us for very long at all. Season changing sports wrapping. We talked a lot about basketball and baseball out the gates here. Richard Davenport in 10 minutes. Talk some about the recruiting scene. And we'll get in with RD on some visits coming up here for, for football. Also, basketball continues to make some noise. Sure seems to me like the hubbub, the drama, the discussions about Eric Musselman and his future that were, you know, so rampant a few weeks back have, have kind of settled. Hopefully they have as the season plays out and we'll see where things stand when it's all said and done. Um, question of the day today is a good one. It's a good one. Which Arkansas Razorback fan base, because sports fans in general, I mean, don't take it personally here. I know some people will, because that's the thing. We, we love to be offended these days more than ever. So we, we seek out things to be offended about. And I think, you know, when, when you talk about that, when you look at that part of it, you have to be honest about the fact that right now, you know, you got a fan base that is with baseball as volatile as any of them. And, and I think all fan bases have that by nature. I think all fan bases are inherently, you know, able to get worked up. Hands in the air. It's, it's, it's emotional. It's too much. It's something. I don't know. But you see that oftentimes with sports fans. Why that is, I don't know. I know what it is about sports fans that makes them seemingly so desperate to be quickly pleased, right? If it doesn't happen right now, we're upset about it. And I think that um, that obviously becomes part of the mentality and part of the caricature that becomes sports fans is that you're extra emotional. You, you swing one way or the next real, real quick. I mean, let's look at the definition right now. Let's do it like this. Let's look at the definition of the word volatile. Let's go to the, the Oxford Webster dictionary here. The, the, the Merriam Webster's and Merriam Webster. It's the Merriam Webster dictionary. It's the, it's the Oxford dictionary. There you go. Let's look it up. I mean, because it's it's kind of alarming when, when you look at it. It reeks like a sports fan. It really does. All right, here we go. The word volatile. You ready? Volatile. From the Oxford Dictionary. It's actually where I'm pulling this right now. It's an adjective. Three syllables. Va-a-til. Va-a-til. Adjective. First, it is, can be used in a chemical format. That's one definition, right? The adjective. Something easily evaporates at normal temperatures, volatile solvents like petroleum or ether evaporate quickly at normal temperatures. They're very volatile. They dissipate and lose their form quickly. That's interesting. So they're shape shifters, the literal chemical chemistry driven definition of the word. Somebody's volatile, some substance that's volatile, I should say, is a shape shifter. 
It does not stay put for very long. It makes sense. Then you swing it to the to the the other side of it, the human aspect of it. When it comes to that part of the definition, it means someone who is liable to rapid change or unpredictable behavior. Oftentimes for the worse, such as, i.e., the political situation in Venezuela has gotten increasingly volatile. There you go. Very up and down and unpredictable. That word is well chosen here in the question of the day, y'all. And now I'll ask you the question of the day again, now that we have that sorted out for ourselves. Which Razorback fan base? We're not talking about other teams right now. You got to be internal. You got to look in the mirror. There's no judgment. Sports fans in general are by nature volatile. So you tell me, which Razorback fan base every day is the most volatile? Is it football? Is it men's basketball? Or is it baseball? Or maybe it's all of them. I like Tyler right into the chat room. Whatever season it is for me, whatever season, that's that's funny. Look at, look, look at T, just with one of those great lines. Um, we'll get back to that in just a few. Give it away some tickets in half an hour. The Real NWAJB with you. Josh Bertaccini in studio. Follow us on social media. A lot of folks getting on the party on the Facebook page here of late. I like that. Got some newbies there. Facebook.com slash the real NWAJB also out there on Twitter and Instagram, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you catch your podcast audio, we are posted up on the daily other items. How about the Knicks Pistons game last night? Did you see it? Oh, baby. Knicks go tackle mode. It's center court. Rick Brunson, Jalen Brunson, Rick Brunson's kid. Look at me still calling him Rick. I think it's the 1990s. Uh, Jalen Brunson and Dante D. Vincenzo go submarine style. Tackle uh, in transition. Dern from the pistols take him down. Knicks get the ball. Five seconds left. Layup. Good. Knicks win. Basically at the buzzer. Monty Williams calling it the worst refereeing of the year. How can you not call fouls in an NBA game? He's asking lots of good questions. And the refs afterwards said, whoops. But the Knicks get away with a huge dub there because they're about to lose to the eight-win Detroit Pistons. Instead, it's a Knicks two-point victory, baby. Next. Next. Heat over the Kings by 10. Nets blast the Grizzlies. They really have no hope without Morant by 35. And the Raptors surprisingly go into Indiana and get a win there. We mentioned the Arkansas-Vanderbilt game at length earlier tonight. Vandy just 2-12 and 12 in the SEC, so not great by any stretch of the imagination. And yet, I well remember just a couple of years ago, a Vanderbilt team came into Bud Walton Arena and beat the Hogs when they were not very good. So it has happened before, and tonight would not be the night to let your guard down, I can tell you that. Last night, UNC over Miami by four. Tar Heels still ranked ninth. Baylor beats TCU. The Bears are ranked 15th in the country. About top 25 games tonight. Number one, Houston. They move to the number one slot. They'll play Cincinnati at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. SEC hoops, Kentucky at Mississippi State. Also at 6 on ESPN. Um, Georgia LSU, 6 o'clock SEC Network. Kind of a gross game there. And Arkansas host Vandy. Hogs now favored by 10 and a half. How about that? Game is uh, at 8 o'clock SEC Network. If you're Arkansas, 
You know, you got to win this game. There's just no excuses. Vanderbilt's not good. You're playing well. Hopefully battle Mark and Mitchell can get the flow going together. And uh, and the Hogs win their fourth and five games. That would be good. Get to six and nine. And, uh, and we move this thing to the next part of the season, right? We have some, some intrigue and something to play for, some competition, something hanging in the balance, a sense of urgency with some more of these games would be really, really good. All right, quick break, and you know we're coming back. Giving away some tickets in half an hour. Podbean chat, if you want to get some thoughts in there. People love to troll it up. I see Brian with the trolling. I see a little bit of trolling out of uh, out of my guy Tyler. You got to do it. It's fun. I mean, if you can't troll me, who can you troll, right? Don't take it so personally, folks. I don't. Well, maybe a little. All right, quick break. Richard Davenport in four minutes. Stay tight. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help, taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas and North Central Arkansas and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Everybody get yeah. up coming from me here because I pressed two buttons at once. But hey, we'll figure it out. We'll get it done. Um, We'll keep it short and sweet. 
Tell me about the state tournaments. Give me some thoughts. What's going on? Yeah, it starts today. It's the hunt for a state championship finally tips off. So games across the state. I have four of the six locations will start at one, and the other two locations will start at four o'clock today. Uh, there in Northwest Arkansas, you've got a chance to go out and watch a few games. Elkins hosting the 3A state tournament. Farmington hosting the 4A state tournament. If you live a little farther east, Harrison and North Dart College are going to be hosting the 1A state tournament. So a lot of really good basketball going to be in your neck of the woods. Good to hear that. Looking forward to it. Let's talk about the uh, the, the plans for the state tournament. What you got going on there and how can people watch and, and, and be a part of this thing if they can't get to Hot Springs, Bobby? Yeah, one of the best things that we've done the last few years is, is uh, we understand that the state tournament locations may not be close to where you live or you have to work and you can't get away for a few days. Uh, so we have set it up where every state tournament game we, we offer. And no matter what classification is going to be live stream and you can watch for free from your computer, from your phone, from your car, wherever you want to. Just go to AAAScoreboard.com. That is AAAScoreboard.com. We are still the only state in the country that offers every state tournament game, every postseason basketball game for free. And we're proud of that. We want to we want to build the brand. We want to build the sport of basketball within our state. And we feel like that's the best way to do it. Well, you know, I'm a hoop junkie and uh, I'm excited. I'm honored to uh, to get to hang out with you down there in whatever uh, small part you uh, you allow for me. So looking forward to a trip down to Hot Springs. And hey, maybe next week we'll talk some more about that certainly on the guys side of it what about on the girls side of it give me some contenders on the guys and girls side yeah, I mean, it's going to be the usual suspects in the largest classification class 6a I mean, you've got conway you've got north river and Fortsman north south who are all uh the powerhouses uh you know fayetteville's girls not too far from it they're the number two seed in the 6a state tournament uh the, the unfortunate side for them is if they get to the semifinals they've got to face conway the defending state champion uh so the this, this, the kind of the usual suspects the uh 5a 4a you're looking at you know greenwood's girls they've won two in a row looking for a three-peat they're likely a favorite in that classification and then 4a uh if you've got no plans on saturday get out to farmington at noon because more than likely the two best teams and the Class 4A are going to be taking the court there at Farmington. That would be the Farmington girls and the Nashville girls. That's a rematch or would be a rematch of the last two championship games. The first one won by Nashville and Farmington won the 4A championship over Nashville last year. Nicely done, my friend. Nicely done. Um, Let's move it from the high school scene, if we can, for a couple quick minutes here to baseball first and then basketball with the Hogs. Two out of three in Arlington. Give me your reaction to the weekend. Really, really good. You know, we, my wife and I were actually in the DFW Metro this weekend for a nephew's birthday party. So we snuck over for the game on Saturday. That's awesome. Uh, against Oklahoma State and stayed for that marathon of a two to one contest. Uh, what can you say about the pitching staff that hasn't already been scheduled? I mean, I know we're two weekends into it, but they have the makings of a team that can win a national championship on the mound right now. A lot of things can happen over the next 50 games. We understand that. Postseason's crazy, but they've got the arms, the starting rotation, and it appears the bullpen that they can make a serious run. The bats are going to eventually wake up. We know that. Uh, they've played some pretty good teams. Obviously, Oregon State, Oklahoma State, some really good teams. Uh, so the, the offense is going to come around. But if, when you talk about what Hagen Smith and then Fisher did this weekend, I mean, the starting pitching didn't give up an earned run. It's, it's phenomenal to see that, that kind of effort for three consecutive days. I'm with you. And I think it reminds me yet again, just listening to you talk, that Razorback baseball is definitely your favorite of the Razorback teams, isn't it? 
Well, it's it's hard not to like a team that wins consistently and then stretch you. Uh, I, I don't know about if you remember back when I started at Channel 5 GB, I didn't have much for you there. Uh, and then you cover that, that university for 10 plus years and I'm almost whitehead and look like a 90 year old. <laughs> and that's not because the baseball team was stressing me out. It might, it might have a little more to do with Dixon and all the fried chicken, but I like the Razorbacks. back. So I like that. I was going to say it had to do with my wife, but uh, yeah, we'll go with that, 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 that reason too. Exactly. Um, no, but you do. You, I hear it when you talk. The other teams tend to frustrate you. I can hear it. You're still a little bitter, but baseball is like never let you down. And I know what you mean. Every year they're really good. It doesn't matter how it ends. People get confused about that. The point is every year they're really, really good. Yeah, and basketball is in such a better spot than what it was when, when I was doing it when I started in was it 2010, 2011. Mm. Uh, obviously, when most of them got that program at, at a really high level. I know this year didn't pan out the way that uh, they've played pretty well the last couple times. Battle goes off for 42 uh, last time out. Of course, the opponent has a lot to do with that. I mean, Missouri's terrible. Uh, but, you know, and Arkansas should get a win tonight against Vandy. And then all of a sudden, you get a little momentum going to the conference tournament. And, yeah. and Hopefully, fingers crossed, you can make a run and, and win a conference tournament and get yourself into the big dance again. That would be exciting. I mean, it wouldn't be what you wanted, but it would still end up kind of exciting. Nobody asked how you got there. They just ask if you got there. So you can, you can go 0-122 if you want to. But if you make a run in that what, third week of March, then you got a chance. I think you're 100% right about that. I really do. Uh, Bobby Swafford, the man, the myth, the legend himself, making it happen for us on the show here today. And I'll be seeing you real soon, my friend. I'm excited about that. Uh, maybe we talk some some ponies next week, okay? Maybe. I like it. All right. So again, uh, scoreboard.com. Watch all the games. Support our student-athletes across the state. Basketball is huge. You know, last year, Jay, we had over 250,000 views for the state terms. Uh, just on the, just the Tuesday through Friday and Saturday alone. Didn't even close the state championship game. So people care about basketball in the state and, and get out and watch it this week. Bobby, you're more right than you know. We've talked about it off the air a lot, but the high school passion in this state, it is, uh, it's for real, man. And the hogs might go up and down sometimes. It's been a down year. High school passion stays strong. You are 100% on point. Great spot. Thanks for bouncing around a little bit this week. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate you. Mark in the mix. Hogs favored by 10.5 points. Looking at some of these spreads online. That has opened up a lot. It was 8.5 just 24 hours ago. So the good money, folks in Vegas, the wise guys are like in Arkansas to cover this spread. There's no question about that. Baseball, you got Grambling this afternoon at three o'clock. We get to make that happen down the block at Palm Walker. Chance to get out to that game. And uh, if you're doing a little afternoon baseball, you could do a lot worse than hanging out at that stadium, couldn't you? Especially 82 beautiful degrees. That's coming up today. What else this week? Thursday night is senior night. I don't think the women's basketball team is going to the tournament again. Uh, again. Did not go last year. What have they been with Mike Neighbors? Twice? Three times? Hasn't been many. But this team fell apart here at the end. Lost four out of its last five. I think there were trouble signs early, certainly with a loss to Pine Bluff. But you get to this point later in the year, and point blank, you know, you find yourself wondering whether or not they've got anything left in the tank. It doesn't seem like it right now. Big tribute to Michaela Daniels over the weekend. She gets double teed and tossed out the game. 
Mike Neighbors saying he don't want to come out of the locker room. I mean, it's just the vibes are weird there, right? Just generally daily kind of odd. Thursday night, we'll go senior night and we'll uh we'll make it happen is what we will do. Thursday night, senior night, and we'll make it happen is what we'll do. It's um it's who? South Carolina? It's going to be gross. It's going to be gross. I can't see how they match up with the big teams. I can't do it. I'd like to believe it, but I can't really do it. And until you get bigs, like, and I'm not trying to make too much about women's basketball here at the tail end of the show today, but until you get bigs like a South Carolina, like a, like a Mississippi State, and you've got some some big players down low who can push people around, who can make things happen with the size and the physicality. You just you're not going to be taken very seriously. It's just not going to happen. Rodrigo into the chat room, my guy Rod. Hey, Rod, stalling out in the garage. You know what I mean, Rodrigo. Hey, give us a holler, Rod. It's been a minute. Trying to creep in for some tickets late. I know what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. We're going to wrap the show here in a second. Uh, hit me up with a, uh, a DM. Slide into the DMs if you want the tickets tonight. I'm going to put them to good use. My guy Kevin Lundquist has trusted the show to uh, to be the middleman, which is an extra responsibility. But to be the middleman for the people, I would think there'd be a little more, let's go to the game tonight. I know it's late. It's 8 o'clock. It's a Tuesday night. I understand that, but you only got two games left this year, but I understand. We got a lot of diehards here in the room, too, and the diehards are very volatile. They are very up and down. Diehard baseball fans, crazy volatile. They fight with each other after every loss. I mean, they really do. It's kind of unbelievable. Football? No, if it's football. I mean, everybody and their grandma likes football these days. Is it really football? And then what is there? There's uh, there's basketball. I don't think basketball's that volatile. It's, but mostly they stink. People just say they stink all the time. They don't stink. So maybe I'm just I'm just a little worn on that. I guess it probably is football. But baseball, the thing that that perturbs me a little bit about baseball, Brian, is that it does seem like the fans like to infight with each other so much. There's a lot of you're not a real fan. You don't know baseball. You don't really get that so much with the other sports. But I would think you get to see a little bit of Dunk City tonight. So you know, I, I would have thought it would have been a little more buzzy. But you know what? It is what it is. Fun show today. Thank you, Sir Richard Davenport. Bobby Swafford will drop the podcast in just a few. I'm going to take a nap later. So I can be awake for this game tonight. Appreciate every last one of you tuning in and listening. Hanging out at the party for a little bit. It means everything. I don't question the day results. Look at football getting over 50% of the vote. Basketball, baseball, neck and neck. Not a lot of love for other, huh? Yeah. Not a lot of infighting in uh, in Razorback Volleyball Land, huh? Or soccer. Club hockey. I'm Josh Bertaccini. Good show today, y'all. We'll see you tomorrow.